What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Weekly Rundown. Welcome. My name is Tracy. And my name is Will. And our dog's name is Ruby. Yep. She doesn't talk much, but she is in the room as we record. She always sleeps when we record. Yeah. Such a good dog. She's a really good dog. Most of the time, she's actually not a good dog. No. But while we record, she It's she because she's a fan of the podcast. Yeah. She respects it. She does. <laughs> she respects the pod. Okay. Okay, anyways. Anyways, in case you're tuning in for the first time, this is Greenville Mike, your one-stop shop for all things happening in Greenville, including but not limited to new and noteworthy happenings, delicious foods we've tried, events coming up this week, and the stories behind your favorite businesses around town. Welcome to the Weekly Rundown. It is the day before Valentine's Day. So first segment of the day, we're going to take a break from our fun facts about Greenville. And we're going to jump into fun facts about Valentine's Day. Which is very fitting. It's very fitting, seeing as tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Hope you guys got a good date idea from our list of date ideas. Hopefully so. For your Valentine. Because you're really running out of time at this point. Okay, before we get into this real quick. Do you ask your significant other to be your Valentine? No, it's assumed. It's assumed? But maybe, I don't know, actually. Would you feel uh, warm and fuzzy on the inside if I asked you to be my Valentine? Not really. (laughs) That's what I figured. But I'm pretty detached, so. (laughs) So fun facts about Valentine's Day. So these facts are courtesy of Wallet Hub. Have you heard of Wallet Hub before? I don't know if I have. I've heard of Nerd Wallet, but I didn't know about Wallet Hub. Also, it doesn't sound like a website that posts Valentine's Day facts. Well, so it's all about money. Oh, but that um, makes sense. Surrounding Valentine's Day. So some pretty interesting facts for you. So first, um, there is a projected total spending of twenty five point nine billion dollars on Valentine's Day. That's crazy. Which is a hundred and ninety two dollars per person celebrating. In America? In America. That, so people that say that Valentine's Day is just like a money-making industry. It's so true. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously there's other things about Valentine's Day where you can make it really meaningful, but it does seem like they make tons of money off of it. It's a Hallmark holiday, for sure. Okay, so next fact, men spend twice as much money as women. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Does that make sense to you? Why does that make sense to you? Uh, I feel like it's the, like, societal expectation that men should get their women valentine's day gifts which i I don't necessarily disagree with i think men should treat their women and uh buy them valentine's day gifts so yeah i agree with that i like getting gifts for valentine's day yeah and if i get you something it's normally like something sweet we normally do donuts together anyways so we We we, yeah yeah have we have we told anyone about our our donut tradition No, I don't think so. So basically, every Valentine's Day, our tradition is to go get donuts from a couple different donut shops, either in the city we're living in or in some other city to take a little mini trip. And then we taste test and rate donuts. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. You can't really beat that. You can't beat that. And we don't do any planning for Valentine's Day. We're just like, where's the next donut place we're going? We don't. The only expectation we have is we're going to have donuts. And it's a win every time. And it's a win every... You can't go wrong. Unless you go to a bad donut spot, but we never do. No. Yeah. Haven't heard of a bad donut. Haven't met a donut I don't like. No. There's donuts that are like aren't as good as other donuts, but they're all good. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. Um. Next fact. So 46 million Americans will get unwanted Valentine's Day gifts, which I honestly think this is just where communication comes into play. 
You just got to communicate what you want, whether that's an experience, whether that's going to get donuts together or whether there, you know, is a certain suite you like. Like, what is your expectation surrounding Valentine's Day? So you're not getting all the stuff that you don't want. Yeah, that makes sense. And I'm sure that stat is probably shared by other like holidays, too. Like, I bet Christmas has like so many millions of dollars of unwanted presents, which is why everyone should just fill out an Amazon wish list. (laughs) Right. Or, yeah. I feel like that's kind of sad, too, though, because then like you know what you're getting. Yeah, that's true. So that's $8.9 billion spent on unwanted gifts, which is just crazy. When you think about it, Like, I don't want to spend money on gifts people don't want. For sure. There's a lot you could do with $8.9 billion. Right. All right. One in four Americans buy themselves a Valentine's Day gift, which I kind of love that because you got to love yourself, you know? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever met anyone... Or maybe maybe I know a lot of people that buy themselves Valentine's gifts and they've just never told me that. They probably it's probably not something you share. Yeah. So honestly, it's probably two out of four Americans because they probably surveyed people and like, you know, some of them were kind of like embarrassed to admit it, which you shouldn't be. What would you get yourself if you're gonna get yourself a Valentine's Day gift? Probably honestly a cookie cake. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Is that kind of sad? You should get one. It's then... kind of sad when I think about going to the grocery store and like buying myself a cookie cake for Valentine's Day. I would much prefer you buy me one. Either way, we should have a cookie cake but on honestly, our table. honestly, it's never sad to buy yourself a cookie cake. Never. Never sad. Uh, and then last fact, 9 million proposals happen on Valentine's Day. How do we feel about this? That's kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. You'd think that because it is a little bit of a like historical cliche that not as many people would do it, but people still do it by the millions. Right. It's almost like so cliche that it's like cool to do it. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, well, you wouldn't expect me to do it on Valentine's Day because everyone does it on Valentine's Day. And so I'm going to do it on Valentine's Day. Right. And then it's like, boom, surprise. Gotcha. We're engaged on Valentine's Day. And also, what an easy date to remember. That's true. Hey, when did we get engaged? Oh, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Do you think this is a bunch of men trying to simplify the number of holidays they have to remember? It could be. It's the master plan of men. To simplify all the dates they have to remember, which it can add up. It could be a lot of dates you're trying to remember. But yeah, so I'm like, if you're going to propose on Valentine's Day, go for it. Live your life. She's probably not suspecting it. Yeah. Honestly, it doesn't really matter what day you do it. Do it anytime. Just do it. Just do it. That's what I say. (laughs) Wise words. People be spending lots of money on this day. Yep. Whoever invented Valentine's Day. St. Valentine. St. Valentine. He was a genius. rolling it in. He was also the founder of Hallmark. Was he? No. That's not a fact. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Let us know if there's a holiday you think we should invent so that we can roll it in, like Valentine's Day. Next week, we're going to talk about what holidays we would create if we could create holidays. I like that. There are some fun facts about Valentine's Day and how much money people spend. So it's pretty crazy. So segment two is eats and treats. Woo! So what are we talking about today, Will? We are talking about Jersey Bagel Brothers. Yes, Jersey Bagel Brothers. Which is a phenomenal bagel joint. Yep. In Greenville. Yep. We had it this morning and it was so good. It was really good. So we had heard a couple people talk about it and we Googled it and we were shocked to see, I think there's like 275 five-star reviews. So I, I ended up reading them all to Tracy the other night. Not all be- of them. Not all of them, but I read a lot of them because there's so many reviews from people that have moved here from New Jersey right? that are like, this place is phenomenal, just like New Jersey. And I think that is the most telling thing. When you right. have people who are like, 
from up north and they're just like oh my gosh these bagels are amazing and so i just wanted to read a couple reviews that i saw as i was scrolling through some of them from people from new jersey like this guy dakota best true jersey bagels and breakfast in town i could not recommend this place more they have the true taylor ham egg and cheese on a hard roll that tastes just like i'm back in jersey six out of five stars Wow, he gave yeah. him six out of five six stars. Six out of five stars. It didn't reflect on his review. Uh, here's Peter. As a recent transplant from New York, I can happily attest to the authentic tri-state quality and tastiness of their bagels in a shop with just the right vibe of friendliness and simplicity. The brothers went a bit rogue, adding a non-native species Old English bagel to the traditional varieties, but they are forgiven as it is tasty. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was like there's like a uh, a traditional and then like a non-native bagel species. Yeah, but I'm definitely gonna start using that. Um, two more. This one's from Rick or Rich, probably Rich. Uh, authentic New England bagels in your mouth will not be disappointed. Trust me, I'm a bagel connoisseur. I have had many within my 34 years on this planet. I moved down here from Connecticut in 2017 and never found something as amazing as Jersey Bagel Brothers. Thank you much. And then he keeps going. We're not going to read it all. This last one from Zach. Stop reading this and start eating. These bagels are the real deal. (laughs) All right. Say no more. Say no more. Stop reading this. And I will say that's pretty telling because I feel like people are more prone to write reviews when something was bad. Um, That's true. Most of the time, like if you're angry about something, you're going to go and write a review on Google because it's really reflective of the business. And so the fact that this many people are writing raving reviews is very telling. Oh, yeah. And so we went this morning and it was really good. I mean, it was crowded. There were lots of people there. We were there on a Saturday morning. It was enough for me to write a raving review. I'm not from New Jersey. And so I don't know if my uh, my review will pull as much weight, but it was delicious. I had the... uh, the sausage, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel. And it is just like kind of crunchy on the outside, kind of chewy on the inside. But not like, like too chewy. It's like pretty light. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a little bit of that like saltiness in the bread that's reminiscent mm-hmm. of uh, like a New Jersey or New York bagel. Yeah. I got egg and cheese on a plain bagel. Really good. Can't go wrong. <laughs> Can't go wrong the with that. The simple girl. And the price was really good too, I thought, for like two yeah, bagels. For uh. sure. For bagel sandwiches, like with different meats and stuff, it was like around 11 bucks for both of us. Yeah, it's pretty good. And really where good. is it located exactly? It's right on North Pleasantburg next to, not right next to, but in that same shopping center as the chocolate shop. If yeah. you know where the chocolate shop is, go stop and get a bagel. Another dangerous shopping center. Yep. Catch us over there too. Catch us over there too. <laughs> All right. So there's your eats and treats. Go and check out Jersey Bagel Brothers. Nice. Good job. Not Jersey Brother Bagels. Brothers Bagels. I have gotten mixed up on that a couple times. Next segment, new and noteworthy. We're talking about Basecamp today. Will, what do you know about Basecamp? Uh, I don't know that much about Basecamp, except that it is about health and wellness in like a few different uh, categories, I guess. So basically, Basecamp is your all-in-one health and wellness campus. The way they describe it is being a collaborative community of medical practices, fitness studios, and restaurants. Um, So it's like a wellness campus that supports all aspects of your health. Um, 
So basically, it's like your one-stop shop. So if you want to spend a day and you want to go to the doctor, go get a workout in, go eat some food, you head over to base camp. And so there's already several tenants there, which we could go into what each of these tenants does, but we don't have time. So I'm just going to give you a rundown of, of the tenants that are there. So first, we've got Upstate Spine and Sports. We've got Spruce MD Integrative Medicine, Alloy Personal Training, Casa Meca. I don't know if I said that right, but it's a modern hair extension studio. Hotworks, which is a 24-hour infrared fitness studio. And the 07, which is a restaurant. So I guess from your research, the idea is that like you would schedule all these appointments on the same day and you just go spend like a, a self-care day for your body. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It's located off Lawrence Road and it looks like an interesting time. It does. It could be fun. I was hearing about Hotworks the other day. It's such an interesting idea of these 15 to 20 minute high intensity workouts and it's hot and there's infrared lighting and all of that combines to like double your uh, like calories burned. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Super interesting. I wanted to Google what like infrared, because I know there's infrared saunas and things like that. This is from Hotworks website. Okay. Uh, This says, there are many benefits of infrared heat absorption while completing a 30-minute isometric workout or a 15-minute high-intensity interval training hit workout. Uh, As the infrared heat penetrates your body, causing you to sweat... The isometric postures further accelerate detoxification by physically removing the toxins from your organs through muscle contraction. Whoa. That sounds crazy. It does sound crazy. That sounds good for you, though. Yeah. Right? We should probably do that. I'm down to give it a shot at some point. Yeah, we should definitely give it a shot. Okay. That'd be fun. Let's. We're heading over to base camp. We'll meet you guys there. Catch you at base camp. Catch you at base camp. Right after we pick up our bagels and chocolate. <laughs> With all the eats and treats we're eating, we need to head over to base camp yeah, probably ASAP. It's, it's necessary at this point. Yep, I know. All right, up on our next segment, we've got some events coming up this weekend. So starting on Friday, Tracy, what we got going on? So starting on Friday and going all weekend, we have the Reedy Reels Film Festival. Ooh. And it is the eighth annual. So it starts Friday at 5 p.m. And we'll go all the way through Sunday. And... Uh, There'll be 59 films shown. They were chosen to be shown. Um, be documentaries, short films, as well as features. It's at the South Carolina Children's Theater. And uh, basically how they describe their film festival is they say it promotes the appreciation of the art of filmmaking while generating support for independent filmmakers, especially in the upstate. The festival engages the community and creates exposure for local film making while building inspiration and new opportunities for local artists. You can purchase tickets on the Reedy Reels website, and they range in price from $12 for one individual session ticket to $90 for a weekend screening pass. And so they're so, they're showing all of those films over that one weekend? Yeah, it's a lot. And I think they show multiple at one time. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but there's like a lot happening. And it's a great way to support local filmmakers and to just get involved in the community a little bit more. So. And at the end of the weekend, they have an awards ceremony, which is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And then also, starting Friday and going to Saturday, what do we have? We have the American Cornhole Organization Tournament at the Greenville Convention Center, which is a pretty sweet place to play a bunch of cornhole. It is a pretty sweet place. Uh, Registration can be found on their website. Just search American Cornhole Organization Tournament. You'll find it. 
<laughs> in your favorite search engine. <laughs> yeah, whatever search engine. Maybe add Greenville at the end. Yeah, that's probably good. Yeah, we're never going to give you links to things. We're just no, going to tell you what you to search. You can Google it. Oh, yeah. So here's the deal about it. This is why I said just Google it. I didn't need to find that much information about it because if you're this into cornhole, which is great. I love cornhole. But if you are this into it and you want to play a tournament, you probably already know about this. So you probably already have all the details. But if you don't and you are into cornhole and somehow you miss this, or maybe you're just looking to get into cornhole, here's your sign to Google this and go to this tournament. I mean, that's why I would go. Like, I I enjoy cornhole at like a recreational level. But if I had like a cornhole buddy, I'd be like, you know what? Let's go hit up this cornhole tournament. Right. And maybe if you're just getting into cornhole or you're just an amateur cornhole player, you don't know things like this exist. So we're here to enlighten you yes. and tell you that they exist. We're here to help you. I also have some cornhole lingo that I saw on a poster a few years ago, and I just wanted to go ahead and throw these out there for okay. your information. So roadblock is a bag in front of the hole. Airmail is a clean shot to the hole that does not touch the board. Airmail? Airmail. Uh, let's see. Backboard is a bag resting above the hole. Corn on the cob. All four bags on the board. Whoa. It's okay. a pretty good one. A UFO is a spinning bag. Uh, screaming eagle is to miss the board entirely. And a dirty bag is a bag that hits the ground before the board or hangs off the board and must be removed. I love that. There you go. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. All right. What do we have next? So next up, we have... Uh, Mardi Gras events. Lots happening for Mardi Gras in Greenville. Mardi Gras is on Tuesday, February 21st, but we're celebrating early this weekend. Yep. And there's going to be tons of celebrations happening all weekend. Um, so here's just a couple that are going on downtown. Friday, February 17th, the Mardi Gras Masquerade, 7.30 to 11.30 p.m. at the L by Larkin's Catering and Events. You're going to have a DJ, free photo booth, Mardi Gras-inspired apps, professional photographers. Uh, make sure to bring a mask, which is a masquerade mask. Yes. Just in case you're confused. Uh, tickets range from 25 to 325 So definitely it's there's going to be range. A, a few options there. Yeah, but it's for everyone. $25? Well, maybe not for everyone. I think you should be old. To, don't bring your kids to that. But... Yeah, probably don't bring your kids. Yeah. But anyway. And then on Saturday... February 18th, the Swamp Rabbit Cafe is throwing a little shindig from 3 to 7. There will be a special Mardi Gras menu and music from the Greenville Jazz Collective and some crafts for the kiddos. And admission is free. That sounds like definitely my speed. Jazz, Swamp Rabbit Cafe, free. Yep. That's calling my name. Also on Saturday, Fire Forge is having an event with Tuba Gin, which I'm also hoping I'm saying that correctly. But it's a six-piece jazz band who performs a jaunty mix of NOLA blues, American roots, and traditional jazz. Wow. So go grab a pint and enjoy some jazz. You know, I didn't even think about the fact that Mardi Gras is tied to jazz because jazz was like so integral in New Orleans history. And I love jazz. That's probably my favorite part about Mardi Gras now that jazz? I'm thinking about it. Yeah. What's your favorite part about Mardi Gras? Um, The cake that King has cake? baby Jesus in it. <laughs> is it baby Jesus or is it just a baby? I think it's baby Jesus. Really? Yeah, because when I was a kid, I got some king cake and I got baby Jesus in it. Really? I'm pretty wow. sure. And then it's like good luck or something. I'm going to look up if that's, a, if that's just a Southern thing. Oh, you're right. 
the figurine inside said often to represent the Christ child hidden inside, which I'm guessing yeah. they mean as Jesus. So that's my favorite part is the king cake. I actually need to get some king cake because it's really good. Also Saturday, February 18th, the Great Futures Masquerade Ball is another option for Mardi Gras. 6 to 10 p.m. at the Croc Center Ballroom, 50 bucks a ticket. Enjoy hors d'oeuvres, dancing, and a choice selection of silent auction items. And that's what you got for your weekend for Mardi Gras. And uh, I'm sure there's plenty of other events that we don't have on here as well. Yeah, we didn't have time to list them all. There's so much happening in Greenville. Yep. These are the ones that stuck out to us. But if you're interested in something else, there's going to be plenty of other things. So, uh, last segment of the day. It's time for your weather. Everyone's favorite segment. Yes. So a little quick disclaimer here. We are not meteorologists, but we do know how to read the weather app. And the weather app changes a lot. The weather changes a lot. And so we're normally not correct, but we're going to give you our best go. So take this with a giant grain of salt. Yes, a giant grain of salt. Here we go. Because by the time you hear this, the weather probably has changed anyway. Probably has. All right, here we go. Monday, all sun, no clouds, 63 is the high. It's like March and February. Tuesday, a little less sun, a little less hot, but still pretty nice. Wednesday, 50% chance of storms, so 50-50, who knows what's going to happen. Thursday, again, 0% chance of storms, but still with the storm icon. Friday, 50% chance of storms, once again, who knows what's going to happen. Gets cooler Saturday and Sunday, highs in the 50s, all sun, but lows in the 20s and 30s. So prepare yourself with lots of different layers. Sounds like lots of layers and an umbrella. And you'll be good to go. And as you like to say, a pair of mittens. And probably a pair of mittens. You can never go wrong carrying a pair of mittens in your car or backpack. Yep. Never know when your hands are going to get a little chilly. This is definitely a week to bring some random assortment of clothes with you in your car. For sure. All right. Good luck out there, friends. Good luck. Well, thanks so much for listening today, guys. Hope everybody has a great week and a great Mardi Gras. Get some king cake. Yep. Remember to like, subscribe. Share with everyone you know. Follow us on social media at Greenville Mike. And we'll catch you next Monday. See you next week.